Yo, what's going on? I'm back. Yeah, buddy. It is Monday evening, and it's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington, and this is episode number 256. Oh, excuse me, 257. Excuse me. My bad. This is episode number 257. Yeah, I've been gone for a little bit. Yeah, I tried to record a podcast for you on Friday. But, you know, look, I was driving all Friday and uh, into Saturday trying to get down to Georgia to go pick up my sister. She's back. I was going to get her on the, the, the next podcast episode, but she's down in uh, Virginia right now. She literally dropped her bags off and dipped down to Virginia to go check out a one of her friends that she saw from the beginning rap with a rapper named Nas. If you are familiar with rap uh, in uh, from the 90s or 2000s or even 2010s, you'll know who Nas is. He's been doing his thing for quite a while and it's kind of interesting because he has been he's been rapping for a while and she saw him on the on the rise, and she's been kind of following him and helping him to make his career get a little bigger. And it's been kind of fun to see her help him out. And now he's uh, headlining for Nas. So I'm, I went and snatched her up from down in Georgia. She's going over to that concert. She'll be back around, and I promise we'll get her on the, one of these episodes coming up here soon. But anyways, keeping with that theme, that guy Michael Millions, he's going to be doing big things. Keep your eyes on, uh, eyes peeled and ears peeled. Can you keep your ears peeled? I don't know. But anyways, listen out for him, Michael Michael Millions. Keep your eyes peeled. See if you see his name out there because I'm sure you'll be hearing from him real soon. But as I said, keeping with a theme of unfathomable odds and immeasurable possibilities, we're going to talk about today how you can take it from being distracted into being somebody that is an ultra producer that is ultra powerful and that has no excuses ever okay maybe some excuses but we're going to eliminate a lot of those excuses today and we're going to get you on the path to getting shit done oh man i gotta put the explicit lyrics thing on here anyways we like to call it GSD around here. We got that from another trainer that's out there. But GSD is getting shit done or getting stuff done. If the kids are around, you say get stuff done. If you know, if you if you around grown ups, you say get shit done. Let's GSD. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about today, and we're going to be talking about how those getting those things done can make those immeasurable odds start to stack up in your favor. So uh, without further ado, let's get episode number two fifty seven. Underway. Get shit done. Lego! Alright, so let's get this episode underway. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. But anyways, yeah, let's get it on like Donkey Kong. So I, was t- I wanted to talk about this, this GSD, this get shit done. Uh, in, in a sense, because I and I know you have had times in your life where you're like, oh, I, just not a- I need to get this done. And you just like find different ways to avoid what you are supposed to do. And my guy, your guy, psychology's guy, 
Carl Jung said something that was very pertinent to this particular subject, that that which you most need will be found where you least want to look. And that is so on point, right? You think about it, like that stuff that needs to get done, the stuff that you, that you need to find, right? Uh, it's always in the places where you don't want to look. It's always where you definitely are trying to avoid, right? Like for instance, let's go and go right into this exercise. Like so many people find so many excuses and so many reasons to get around exercise, right? But everybody wants muscles, so that what you need or that what you want in this case is going to be found where you least want to look. And that's the gym. <laughs> that's it for a lot of people. Nobody wants to look in the gym. Everybody's looking for muscles, but nobody wants to look in the gym. So ooh, I'm going to have to use that as a quote some, sometime in the future. <laughs> that's a good one right there. Anyway, so yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to have to put that in uh, inverted commas and put the, the little dash <laughs> and put Washington on the, on the back end of that one. So yeah. <laughs> Everybody's looking for muscles, but nobody wants to look in the gym. That's a good one. Anyways, <laughs> I had to take a quick pause so I could write that down because I was like, man, that's a good one. When I, <laughs> you know, it happens a lot. I, I, just on kind of like a little side note or whatnot. So I always write like a motivational quote. And a lot of times the motivational quotes that I write on like Facebook, I literally write some. It's not motivational. Let's say it's something more that I think that people can, would find value in. Sometimes it's motivational, but a lot of times it's just like my personal observations based on what I got from either like a conversation I had with somebody or uh, something that came out of one of the training sessions. Or sometimes they come from my uh, medita- meditations. And there are times where I actually get them. I don't, I more or less take a quote that I might have known from beforehand, like I guess like this one, and uh, I kind of translate into something that would be something that's more well suited for uh, how I would speak. So, you know, I guess for this one, that which you most need will be found where you least want to look would be Carl Jung, but my version of that would be everyone's looking for muscles, but no one wants to look in the gym. Anyways, I think that's amazing. That's my process, a little look into my, uh, my process. But we're going to go into this episode and talk about, or we're going to continue this episode because I totally got sidetracked. But we're going to continue this episode and we're going to talk about uh, why nobody wants to look in the gym, right? So you think about it and it's like I said, it's like everybody wants to have the things that they want to have, but they never want to look in these particular places. And the thing is that like people want to feel like, like if you think about it, like, it, like anything, it feels easy to be enlightened or feels easy to be in shape or feels easy to be great everybody would be great but that's not the case so the 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 conundrum or the dichotomy that we have in life is that like we know where to look for a lot of these things right like you know a lot of the things that i'm probably going to tell you in most of these episodes in terms of how to work out but the thing is that you least want to look for these things because that because of the fact that it's easier to feel like you are just doing something it's easier to feel like you've thought about it and by thinking about it, you've done something about it. But that's really just part of the battle. And I wish that like I could I wish that I had the words to explain that in a better way. I'm trying to think of like a better metaphor for it. But it's really just a matter of like it's easier to simply try to like occupy your mind with doing other things like, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've done this before. You're telling yourself I need to do some kind of project, or I need to write. I need to write something, or I need to get these TPS reports. Uh, that's from, from Office Space. But you need to get something done, right? And you know you need to get something done. Maybe you need to st- study for a particular test, or maybe you need to uh, get ready for a specific presentation. And you are thinking, oh, I need to get this done. I need to get this, to get this done. But instead of doing that, you get distracted and you do these other things. And by doing those other things, you know that you should be doing the things that you should be doing. However, you are satisfied with doing these other things because it 
appeases that need for you to feel like you're doing something. But however, obviously, it doesn't really help you in your everyday life. It doesn't help you in like what you're trying to achieve, of course, right? So like, why do we do these things? Well, simply, it's because of the fact that by simply doing something, you feel like you've achieved something. That's just the way the mind works. It's just like, uh, I, I don't remember the exact scientific term for it, but I know it's one of the uh, 25 cognitive biases where you end up doing other things that don't pertain to what you really need to do. And you feel like you're doing something, but you're obviously not doing anything. It's almost the same principle as like when you're, you go out and instead of like dealing with your issues, you go out for a drink, right? You know, like life is not going the way you want it to. And instead of taking the measures to like dig yourself out of the hole or instead of like filling that hole up that's in your life with something that's constructive and productive, you instead tear it, you dig the hole even deeper because it feels easier to continue digging the hole because that's what you've been doing. If you've been doing something for a long amount of time and you haven't died from it and you have these maybe every once in a while glimpses of hope, glimpses of light, then you know you're not going to feel like it's really bothering you. That's like the thing is that if it's like in a small increment of time, if it's one of those things where it's like you're going to do or these, these small little uh, changes, right? I mean, because I talked about this last week, you can have incremental decreases or you can have inc incremental increase. So like, and, and I, like I said, with exercise, the same thing applies. Like you, you can think of the same thing. Like people think about exercising. They're like, oh yeah, I thought about exercise. Their brain says, yes, you have exercised in a way. It not obviously says, yes, you've exercised, but your brain says, all right, I've satisfied that need to feel like that I've done something about this exercise. Now your body obviously will tell you otherwise, but your brain will say, okay, I exercise. And it's weird how that works, but that's how the brain works. You tell your brain that like you're thinking about exercise. Your brain's like, okay, cool. I exercised. And then like you go on to the next thing. But what happens is that like you have to actually go from that thinking about to actually executing. You know, so that's kind of how you have to think about it. It's just like when something like positive comes up, something that you know will benefit you, you have to immediately act on it. You know, you can't just ponder it and you can't just think about it and just like satisfy your brain by saying that like, oh, yes, I did something about it by thinking about it. You actually have to, when you think about it, take action on it. Like they say that within 13 seconds of you, if you don't take action on something, then it's going to like leave your brain. And for things that you don't really want to look at, you know, if we go back to that quote, you know, if it's where you least want to look, well, then <laughs> it's going to be very unlikely that you're going to think about it and try to and execute on it again, if it's not someplace that you're going to normally look. So you have to, so I would tell you, I, I would really want you to think about this. It's just like, think about it in just like a logical sense. It's, you know, you know, the things where you want to, like, if you've been doing, digging a hole or if you've been whatever, if you've been putting yourself in a position that's not going to be uh, beneficial for you uh, for a long period of time, it's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard to put yourself in a position to uh, start to see the light or start to uh, start to execute on something that is going to improve your life just because of the fact that it's just something that your brain is used to doing and it's not something against you it's not you know because you are not your experiences you are just you know you are just what you are you are a soul you are a being you are something that can execute on just about anything you think of but what you have to realize is that because you have that power to execute on just about anything you think of, you can get trapped and sometimes going through these, going, to, going and executing on these actions that aren't beneficial to you just because 
it's something that your brain is used to. So whether it be like not exercising, whether it be, uh, you know, spending money frivolously, whether it be uh, certain addictions to whatever, you know, whatever it is that's not really serving you, you have to really analyze that and think about like, am I doing this because my brain is just so used to this? Or am I doing this because this is actually helping me get to another place that is going to be more beneficial in the future. And it's really hard to face that. It really is because as I said, it's almost like it's easier to say like, hey, this hasn't really done anything to me yet. It's not going to do anything to me because, you know, it hasn't done anything to me so far. But at the same time, you think about like, all right, well, has this really has this really served me? Is this really going to be something that I want to continue into the future? Even if it's like, you know, five years into the future, sometimes I tell people to just think about like, well, if you continue on doing what you're doing, well, how do you envision your life in, you know, just five years? And I don't normally like to have people think about five, 10 years down the road. Sometimes I do. But like in terms of cases where people really do see that there's something that is affecting their life that is not beneficial to them. Yeah, I just tell them just like, hey, well, just think about like how you're going to be doing this in five years. Like, how is your life going to be affected if you uh, do this for another five years if you don't stop uh, uh, eating junk food, if you don't continue exercising continue or consistently, or if you don't uh, get rid of those stressors that you don't need in your life, like, you know, like, uh, as, as I said before, spending money frivolously, or even stressing out just about things that you just cannot control, you know, like, some people stress out about their kids, and I totally understand it, because I have a son myself, and there's things that uh, I stress out about, but at the same time, it's like, you have to let them live. I mean, I can go can give you a personal experience. This was weekend. You know, my son is young. He's four years old. He just turned four not too long ago. And I got a chance to spend time with him in the park. And I had him climbing and he was climbing all over these things. And I was just nervous as I don't know what, you know, like kids grow up so daggone fast. And like, I think about him as like when he was two years old and I'm thinking of this two year old that's like crawling around, but the guy is like a little athlete, you know, <laughs> I'm looking at this kid. I'm like, wow, this guy's a beast. So, I mean, you just think about these things, like how you can really change the way you can, uh, how you can really like just Think about your different perspectives and how you can change the way life uh, can go just by just really taking responsibility and looking where you need to look and executing where you need to execute. And, it, you know, it's tough, but it can it can be done and it's really simple. And I wish there was a way that I can like just say snap my fingers and say, look, this is your motivation or this is what you need to do. But, hey, I do have something, though. I was just thinking about this. Hey, you know, it's we are like because we are human beings, we are just like we're in immeasurable amount of improbable possibility. So like what we are is just like we're at the same, you know, in one sense, we are the universe, like we are literally what the universe is made of what the, uh, the, the, the big bang was composed of, you know, we are that but at the same time, we are like, you know, just these meat suits that are walking around trying to figure out like we're just like one step above monkeys but we're trying to figure out you know like what's going on in the world and we have these crazy ideas of like how the world works and then all of a sudden we have like a breakthrough and we realize that how we thought about the world <laughs> has absolutely nothing to do with reality and it's just funny to think about like we always think we have the answer but then we look down the road like 5 10 15 years and it seems like that 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 span is shortening over time but we look down the road and we like whoa we had no idea i mean it wasn't just that that long ago when we were thinking that leeches cured cured you know almost every single ailment known to man you know we it wasn't that long ago when cocaine was actually in coca-cola you know it was like it wasn't that long ago when uh we didn't have air conditioner i just was talking to a client about that just the other day because we were talking about the invention of air conditioning and it was like 19 like 20 something when air conditioning actually was if was uh, in commercial buildings and i think like in closer to the 30s when they actually started getting into the houses so you just think about like the things that we uh, the, the advances we have and the things that we think about and like how like, you just have to take think about like how we think about uh, you have to really consider how we think about the world in its current state 
And you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt because it almost seems like uh, every, every six months we are completely overhauling how we thought about uh, reality. So what does remain essentially is that we always will have these other things that will, will, that will come across our path to enlightenment or our path to greatness or our path to a, a happier life, so to speak. But at the end of the day, if you clear all that clutter out, if you just push all that stuff out the way and look only where you know you don't want to look, if you, want, if you explore those places that you don't want to be, if you go into the darkness uh, because you haven't explored that place before, that is where you will find your key to happiness. That is where you'll find your key to fitness. That, that is where you'll find your key to awareness, to enlightenment. That is where you will find your overall greatest life. The thing is that we all know where to look. But for most of us, it's a willingness to want to look in those places. All right, so I was thinking, yeah, let's go ahead and put a little conclusion on this because I wanted to talk a little bit about how stacking those, those little uh, decisions up. So I did talk about like, how you can make those decisions and those 13 seconds uh, within, within those 13 seconds, if you make a decision to do the right thing, then you will end up doing them more often than not. But what I wanted to sh- share with you, what I want you to also consider is that it's important to shine a light in those things that you are not looking at. So what I'm saying here is that like, the reason why you're doing those things is because those little things that you're doing within those 13 seconds that help you uh, get to what you want are is that they're little glimmers of hope. They're little specks of light that you're shining on that darkness that is your unfit life, that is your unhappy life, that is your unhealthy life. So the more you shine your light, the more you shine those specks of light, the more you illuminate that part of your life and the more that you become less afraid of it because obviously it's more integrated into your life and the more it becomes something that is a habit. Because you're not afraid of it, you're going to be more likely to go back there because you understand the benefits of going to that place. And not only will you understand the benefits of going to that place, but it's going to affect other parts of your life. So it's little decisions that you make throughout your, your day, throughout your life, to make, do the right thing within those 30, 13 seconds. They actually end up stacking up and not only helping you in the particular area that you're looking to improve on, but they help you in other areas because of the fact, as I said, you're going to be stronger, you're going to be more apt to... Uh, tackle those things that are in the dark. You're going to be more apt to shine the light of the truth on those things that have been in the dark that you've been avoiding. So when you have that idea, when you have that thing that you think you need to get done, or when you have that thing that says you shouldn't do whatever you're doing, act on it. Or let me put it this way. If you know what's right, and you know that in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, what will serve you, then act on it. Whether it's something you should be doing or whether you shouldn't be doing, You should act on it and do your best to shine your light on those things that are going to serve you, not only in the present moment, but far into the future. Because, like I said before, it's not just you. You're an infinite possibility of iterations that spans over time. So think about you, be selfish, and in being selfish, you will be doing the best for yourself, not only now, but far into the future, and most likely for the people around you as well. All right, so that does it for my day. I really do appreciate you listening whenever you're listening, whether it be morning, afternoon, or evening. I hope you're having a good one. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave a rating or review if you're on iTunes. I would appreciate a review. Those are good. I'd definitely give you a shout-out on the next episode if I see your review up on the iTunes because I check them every week. And also, share this podcast. Share it with your friends. You can tell them about it. You can uh, copy the link and send it over to a friend. 
You can actually take a screenshot, put it up on your social media, tell your friends that you're listening to it. I'd appreciate all those forms of sharing and caring. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you real soon. And as always, keep good company.